Welcome to Journey to Brave, a podcast dedicated to empowering women to heal from trauma, cultivate self-acceptance, and fearlessly step into the most brave version of themselves. Hosted by me, Kaya Hunter, certified life and shadow work coach, breathwork facilitator, and NLP and hypnosis master practitioner. Join me as we dive deep into how trauma and the wounds from our past can affect us, how we can heal, find strength, create emotional well-being, and ultimately create the life you've always bloody well dreamed of. I believe that healing as well as self-acceptance are the foundations for personal growth, and we'll explore the tools, the strategies and practices so that you can create your own journey to brave. Ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Emptiness Countdown podcast. It's been a few interesting weeks in our household. (laughs) Let me just share before I dive in. As of mid-2022, I have a 16 and a half year old in my house. She's in her second last year of school. She's currently learning to drive and we've had a few firsts in the last month. My brain and nervous system are actually still catching up. She's gone to a party at night where there's alcohol. Then we have a new, or should I say, first boyfriend. And then one of her friends has now got her peas. So for those of you not in Australia, this is when you you get to the age of 17, you have enough driving hours, um, and you can actually drive in a car without a guardian. So um, this friend now has her peas and Madam wanted to go in the car with her and some other people. Um, and it's been it's been a lot. Um, so yeah, I just thought I would share that and I know that there's a lot of you going through the same sorts of uh, of transitions and it is definitely a ride that's for, for sure. <laughs> so there's been some shifts. Um, And I feel like it's the next step in her becoming more independent and beginning to make, you know, some more adult decisions in um, in her own life. And it's also about me navigating this uncharted territory, you know, trusting myself as a parent and deciding ahead of time and being really conscious about how I want to make decisions and how I want to feel about those decisions and have my own back when I make still make a decision, um, you know, as a parent. So yeah, so fun times. I just wanted to share that with you because I know that um, you guys are probably going through the same sorts of things. All right. So on today's episode, I'm sharing something really interesting that happened for me a couple of weeks ago. Nothing to do with my daughter. Um, something that I never would have done or explored before I found coaching. So let me set the scene real quick with a little lesson on how our brains work. So there's a part of our brain that's wired to keep us safe. Its job is to be scanning our environment and alerting us to danger at all times. And, you know, way back when, when we lived in caves and had to deal with, you know, the potential wild animal that was going to eat us, that was a really useful thing. Thing Our brains would alert us to that danger and we'd run like hell back to the cave. But fast forward to modern day, and it's not often that we're faced with the fact of being eaten by a tiger. But that part of our brain, it doesn't know that. 
it hasn't evolved to the level of our modern day lives. It's still on the lookout for those tigers. Thankfully, we have another part of our brain and that is our prefrontal cortex. So this is the part of our brain that sets us apart from the animal kingdom. It's the part of our brain that helps us plan for the future, that understands consequences and that allows us to focus our attention. So these two parts of our brains are often referred to as our primitive or reptilian brain, our cavewoman brain, if you like, and then our evolved brain, or sometimes I'll call it our human brain. So you might have noticed your primitive brain offering all sorts of stuff, thoughts, in attempt to keep you safe. So things like if I quit my job and go back to study for a new career, I'll never have enough money to retire or I'll be earning less. I couldn't possibly launch a business at 49. I'm way too old. Or maybe it's something like I can't walk into a gym and go and work out. I've not been in a gym for years. And besides, I'm just too overweight. None of these are necessarily true, but it's our brain's attempt to keep us safe to keep us in our cave and away from that tiger. And those shitty thoughts, they're all totally normal and part of being a human. There's there's no escaping them. No amount of coaching that anyone ever will do will escape them because we're all humans and we have human brains. Um, but one thing, I've gotten so much better at noticing them and realizing that it's this primitive part of my brain just trying to keep me safe and from there I can question those shitty thoughts and create new better thoughts and that's something that I teach my clients to to do as well because if we spend our lives listening to our primitive brain we don't move forward we never get out of our comfort zone we don't take risks and you know we need to do those things to create new better or different results for ourselves. And I'm not talking about taking unsafe or reckless risks. I'm talking about things our brains would perceive as a risk. And that is literally anything that you've not done before. So to bring this back to what this podcast is about, and that is when worst case scenario becomes best case scenario. So I'm in the emptiness countdown phase of my life, as I kind of introduced at the top of this episode. Um, And apart from all of the parenting things, it's a part of my life where I'm um, planning for my retirement. I mapped out my financial plan for my retirement like years ago. I set goals. I went about achieving them. Some of them I've achieved. Some of them I haven't. And some of them I've kind of tweaked along the way. And part of that plan was to sell off some assets when I retire in, say, you know, 12 to 15 years time. But when my brain recently offered me some fear based thoughts and they were based on changing economic factors here in Australia and some other stuff that's going on for me that I might share at some point, I looked at in inverted commas having to sell an asset now. So I spent some time self-coaching and taking my brain to what my worst case scenario looked like. And I call it my worst case scenario because I'd be selling an asset that was going to partly fund my retirement. I'd lose potential income and capital growth that, by the way, of course, is never guaranteed. 
It's a scenario that goes against a goal I set more than 10 years ago. It goes against my plan. It goes against the so-called rules of investing. And it felt as uncomfortable as hell (laughs) to explore it. But I did. And a strange and unexpected thing happened. I actually got to a place where that worst case scenario started to look and feel pretty good. Like something that I might actually want to explore. I got excited about my worst case scenario. What? Yes, not only was it no worse than where I am now, it actually looked really great. It looked like the life that I've been planning to have in retirement, but I could have it way, way sooner and still be more okay when I actually do retire. So I've not yet made a decision on whether to sell this asset or not, and I won't be rushing into it. But because I allowed, or should I say forced my brain to go there, because we never want to go there, right? We never want to look at worst case scenario. But because I did, I no longer have stress or worry about it. I've shown my brain that we're safe no matter what. And I also know and reminded myself that I've always been okay. I've always had enough or more than enough. I've always had a roof over my head, always managed to pay bills, taken holidays, fed and clothed myself, my child, and taken care of numerous fur babies. There's absolutely zero evidence to prove that if I sold this asset, I'd be living in a box in the street. I'd be worse off. And if I've learned one thing over the last few years, after my dad passed away and then the pandemic over the last couple of years, is that nothing in life is guaranteed. So why not take the leap and live the life I'd been planning to live in 10 to 15 years time? Why not do that now? And as my wise cousin has always said to me, shout out to Sharon if she's listening, Kaya, this isn't a dress rehearsal. We get one shot at this life, so make it a good one. So if and when I do decide to make this decision, I'll be resting on my human design authority and making my decision from a place of calm and confidence rather than from fear and scarcity. So in human design, I'm an emotional authority. So for me, when I make decisions, I'm supposed to ride out my emotional highs and lows and come to a place of neutral before making a decision. So us emotional authorities can tend to make decisions either in the excitement, in the high of things or rush, or when we're at the other end of the emotional spectrum and feeling really low. So I'll allow myself to go through the ups and downs of the emotional wave and then decide. And one way I like to then make a decision between two things, and look, I learned this from another coach, this isn't my creation, but I love it, is this, make two lists. So for me, when I did this, list one was sell this asset, and list two for me was keep this asset. Then under each of the headings, I write down all of my reasons for one, selling, and two, keeping the asset all of the positives and all of the negatives. And then I looked at each list and asked myself, which list do I like better? Which list has the reasons I like better? And that is, which is which list is based on stuff that feels really good versus stuff that feels crappy? And for me, it was obvious which list I liked better and which list was riddled with fear-based thoughts. 
So I've used this method to make decisions before and it's so, so good. So definitely try it if you have a decision to make. So I have my worst case scenario mapped out. I kind of like it. And at some point I'll decide whether I want to action it or not. And as well as using this coaching on myself, this, this, you know, worst case scenario sort of situation. When I notice my clients having fear thoughts that might hold them back, we dive in. I go deep and we explore what's under those surface level thoughts or fears to find out what they're really, really afraid of. And sometimes we go five levels deep, but we get to the root of it. And once we get to the root of it, we question those thoughts and fears and we go to worst case scenario. We go there to allow our brain to relax a little, to show it that it's safe, that there's no tiger coming to eat us. And I did this with a client recently and her worst case scenario ended up being exactly where she was right now. She'd never allowed herself to even think about her worst case scenario because it was too scary. And she was in the session, she was blown away that her worst case scenario turned out to be exactly where she was right now. Crazy, right? And you can do it too. Notice your brain offering you a shitty fear thought about something. So as an example, let's say that you've thought now that the kids are older, that you'd like to go back and study something different that you were interested in years ago. Maybe it was nursing. Maybe it was teaching. Maybe it was being a travel consultant, whatever. Let your brain take you to worst case scenario. Flesh it out in detail. What's that worst case scenario going to look like? And see if you truly end up worse off, whether things will be about the same or whether your worst case scenario turns interesting and into a possible best case scenario for you. So of course, sometimes worst case will be shitty, but shitty is different to being just scared about taking a risk. And if the worst case scenario is actually shitty, at least you're aware of it. You can make decisions understanding it and you can also plan and prepare for it if you need to. But sometimes it'll be the same and sometimes worst case scenario can look even better. So fun, right? So how will you truly know if you don't go there, if you don't go to worst case scenario? What opportunities could you be passing up by not exploring the full range of possibilities in detail? What goals might you never go after? What life might you be missing out on? I am grateful every day for finding coaching. I really am. I've learned so much. I've changed so much and I am so much better equipped to face whatever comes my way. I use coaching on myself. I get coached both for my life and for my business. And I just love helping women just like you create an extraordinary life, like whatever that looks like. Okay. Before I go, if you're listening to this episode and it's before the 7th of July, 2022, I'd like to invite you to join my new group coaching program. This is not all there is. It's what it's called. It's my first group coaching program I've run and there's a few spots left. I'm going to teach you my favorite coaching tool. And if you listened to episode four, you'll know I'm talking about a tool called the model. 
It changed my life. It's changing my clients' lives and it can change yours too. I'll teach you how to find time to prioritize you without feeling guilty or selfish. You'll get crystal clear on your next step. Even if you felt stuck or, um, you know, in indecision for ages, whether that's starting a new job or a business, rekindling your relationship with your partner. Now the kids are, you know, pretty much grown up. Maybe it's getting fit and healthy. Maybe it's finding a new passion. Whatever that next step is for you, you'll get clarity around it. You'll also learn what it means to have your own back, to create unshakable self-confidence, that you can do that step, that you can do something even if you've never done it before, despite what that primitive brain is telling you. So the investment is just $3.99. And here's the good news. You can bring a friend along and they're included in that price as well. How good's that? So you could go halvesies with your bestie and take part in the group with your best friend. How fun. If you're interested, um, pop me a DM over on Instagram and I'm at Kaya underscore Hunter and it's K-A-I-A underscore Hunter or shoot me an email at Kaya at KayaHunter.com. We start on the 7th of July. So in just a couple of days time, you could be part of the group getting coached by me and creating some amazing results in your emptiness countdown stage of life. Sound good? All right, until next week. Bye, my loves. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Brave podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, if you've liked this episode, you're going to love my free video and guide, Stop Letting Fear Hold You Back, Start Feeling Confident and Brave. I share a simple strategy you can start using today to help you feel more confident and brave. Learn the strategy in this video and you can use it on any negative emotion at any time. You can download it via the show notes. See you next week.